Mike. Yeah. Uh, first off, congratulations on expanding your beer choice. Uh, I want to hear a recap, though, of uh, the Michelob's. You got me super interested in them now. Tell me how it went. Never a lot of ads for Michelob last week. No. Michelob Mike. Again. No, <laughs> never having them again. They were brutal. Stomach ache, headache, the whole nine yards. I didn't even have that many. And for some reason, the poison in them uh, sent me to another place where I just didn't even want to, like, function for uh, throughout my Saturday workday. Maybe you need uh-huh. to write a letter yeah. to Chris Pratt. Say, hey, man, you're the spokesperson it, for this garbage? You know, Pratt Pratt sold me. I saw the commercial, and, and a coworker of mine uh, raves about him. But uh, it, it they didn't hit the uh, they didn't hit the stomach like a like a Coors Light or a Rainier. No ads um, for both. <laughs> We're men. Um, we need the carbs in our stomach. We, when we get the when we get the low carb deal, that's not good. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's like putting Prius fluid uh, in a in a diesel. And I'm the diesel. Yeah, can, can the you explain to me what <laughs> Prius fluid is? Yeah, the Michelob's the Prius fluid. <laughs> and I'm a diesel Hemi. And you're diesel putting only. diesel in Congrats, yeah, bud. Yeah. yeah. What? Congrats on being a diesel Hemi. Whatever that means. Yeah. Car Cheers. guy. Car, car guy, no ads. Car guy. <laughs> Show me the Carfax. Um, yeah, no. Um, no bueno. On the Michelob's. Sorry to hear that. It played well on the pot anyway. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> we'll, we'll get that's, a, out of that's that. enough of that. <laughs> and when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. Might as well have a good time. Toga! Toga! With Ad Walt Disney. Dynamite drop in money. That broadcast school has really paid off. At Still Smooth Productions. <laughs> oh, big golf, huh? All right. Well, see you later. as the smartest idiot in the world. I think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and Chipotle. At St. Bale's. I'm not prepared. I really am not prepared at all. A bunch of a-holes. Friends, episode 44 of the Bold Nonsense Podcast. The red light is on. The red light means stop thinking. Get a little senseless with us on 12-14-2018. That's December 14th, 2018. Yes, it is. It's also 11 days before Christmas. We're, we're counting, counting them down quick. Yeah. I'm at Walsh Disney. You heard him from Gilbert, Arizona. That's St. Bales. Yeah, I'm at St. Bales. Hey, uh, is ABC Fam... Oh, no, it's called Freeform, isn't it? Freeform, 39. 
So is Freeform doing a 12 Days of Christmas like ABC Family did? 25 days. What? That's a lot of days. Yeah. Mm. But they've been cheating. The past couple days they've been doing Toy Story. What? A lot of a lot of reruns and stuff. Lot, it's like Toy Story and then followed by Toy Story Two. That's unacceptable. Huh? Where do they get off? Yeah. <laughs> Who do they think <laughs> they are? The nerve! <laughs> All right, you heard him again. You heard a different guy. That's still smooth. Uh, glad to be back. I wanted with all my heart and soul to be here last week. We missed you. I missed you guys, but great, fantastic pod. I told you guys earlier, but. Uh, I listened to that thing back to back twice through. Just repeat. I love that pod. That's great, what we love show. to hear. People st- padding numbers. Yeah. That's all we need. <laughs> That's what we need. Spread the word. Yeah. <laughs> Tell your friends. Bring these stats up, huh? Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be an epic podcast. We're getting close. Can you guys feel it? Yeah. Do you guys also realize how close we are to our one year mark? Yeah. You also realize this is our first Christmas on the Bull Nonsense podcast together. Just so many firsts. The so first beatnet Christmas. This is going to be a hell of a convergence. The first bold Christmas. That's a bold Christmas. It's a bold. It's a. Every year has been nonsense. Every year has been a nonsense Christmas for us. Yeah. But this is our first bold Christmas. Yes. Yeah, it's a bold Christmas. Very much so. Cannot Absolutely. wait. Absolutely. I also can't wait to hear your guys' random thoughts. What are they? What are you What are you feeling? Well, um, I just have a quick thing. I um, let us hear it. Uh, have you ever kicked a man in the nuts with some steel toe boots? Wow! No, I avoid that. I think that's called. I uh, accidentally did. I accidentally did today. How is? How do you accidentally do that? I need uh, a lot of explanation here. My coworker was behind me. We were doing our stretches in the morning because it's required. You stretch as a group. Yeah, we oh, have yeah, I, to. I used to do that. It's ridiculous. Do you I have, liked it. Let me ask you a question. Do you have music as you stretch? Do you stretch to no. music? No. Do you have a Do you have a leader leading you in front, like arms out? My foreman picks me to lead the stretches at least once a week. Oh. I got. I when you come back, you need to lead us in. Everyone on the Bull Nonsense podcast and stretches. All right. Yeah, it, it, it's bullshit. But anyway, uh, a coworker of mine was behind me. Uh, was about to get the knee back like a flamingo, stretched that old hammy out like a flamingo. And 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 I was just full bore. I was ready to get this Friday going, and I kicked that knee back, and boom! All of a sudden, I hit a coworker right in the sack. Flamingo down. Oh yeah. no. 39-year-old man, oh. three kids. I don't think he needs a sack anymore. Yeah, he's not going for four. But my question to you is, you know that feeling of getting hit in the nuts? Yes, yes. Is there anything, is there a feeling worse than that in life? Mm. Like, think back to your childhood when you guys for used men. to just, just listen. Just the feeling of growing up in middle school, sack tapping each other. Yeah. The few times you did it in high school, but then like as you get older, just the sack tap. Just just getting your balls hit just like boom. Pow. I mean Is there any is there anything worse? For men? 
Uh, well, I don't yeah. think so. Well, yeah. So, this, so no, I don't think so. But I don't... I just have a, like... Besides... Besides the hurt. Yeah. I just don't understand why you touching my nuts. I've never been a huge fan of that. I don't think I've ever sack tapped anybody. And then I also don't understand yeah. the butt slap. The butt slap. Transition to like sports, like sport butt slapping. I'm not okay with butt slap guy. Really? Yeah, no. Oh, man, you you're, just have, I'm going to slap your ass the second I see you. You're, you're, <laughs> are you a butt slap felon? I feel like he is. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Are you locker room butt slap guy? Oh what no, not locker mean? room. No, there's a place for it. Exactly. And the butt slap saying. is a very specific thing. So it's you, not just general use. I'll do it in public. See, I'm not afraid. The there are there are people that don't have any lines, but there's like there's some lines that need to be drawn. So Mike says it can't be in the it can't be in the locker room. That's every line. Nobody has has it where that's okay. I would never slap a bare na- a man's bare naked ass. But okay, would you slap him if there was a towel over it? No. Nah. I don't know. It's for sporting events nah. or jokes like he does. But what Whenever he does it in public win? now, it's always a... It's all, what? That's sports. Exactly. But you're coming off a big win. You all hit the showers. No. It's on the field. No, you're Once not you're slapping off the field, you're done. Okay. I, d- I just want to make sure that my two friends, my two co-hosts... No, are, I'm done with that. Are some I, butt slap felons. I Maybe when I was a teammate. B.S. F's. Not when I was a coach, because that's that's danger. That's exactly. Danger real wa- really can't. Will Robinson yeah. right there. But no, when I was a teammate, I probably did it a couple times. I wasn't huge on it. Uh, but I'm also a big high five. I like high fives. I know they're not cool, but either am I, so that's fine. And but I like dapping up. High fives. Totally fine as a backwards high five. That's the Marcus Camby. No yeah, ads. Marcus Camby. Or the dunk. Like the arm uh-huh. dunk. Like oh, oh yeah. I, yeah, I know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay with uh, that. I just, I just like a quick dap. Those are dope. Yeah, you're uh, big, big just, on the dap. I, I like the, I like the, the one dab with a hug, or the, or the, the ha with a hug with a pat. That's that's you. Yeah, you like a quick. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm the. Yeah. Shooter, like the pointer yeah. finger. Like well, the I, connect pointer finger. I brought that pointer finger from Western Oregon. I'm not going to drop the name of the gentleman who taught me. Uh, All right. He's a, he's a gangster and a half, but uh, uh, I was taught that with it. after the finger point, you got a snap. Ooh. Yeah, I got uh, – I was when I was in Siskiyou's, I was taught the whole Portland handshake. Instantly forgot it. The only part I remember – is the the point with the shoe in the snap? You were you were taught the Portland handshake when you're at Siskiyou's. It took yeah you from to a get, guy from Portland. It took you to get out of the city of Portland. Uh, <laughs> I had never really met anybody that was from Portland, Portland. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Not like either you were gonna teach yeah. me the Portland handshake. Hey, I, need, I didn't I realize the there was handshake. one. The what? The suburb handshake. Yeah, mine's a crisp yeah. five finger wrap around. If yeah. you know what I'm saying. Shake hard. Squeeze yep. hard. Good morning, neighbor. Your lawn looks great. <laughs> <laughs> Mondays, am I right? <laughs> How about that Lyerla? Looking great. In- oh, jeez. Too soon. Wait, did we, talk about, him? Didn't we talk about him last week? You did. Did we? You did. Yes, we talked about him last week. 
And then this happened. It was it was in the res- it was in your recess segment when you guys were stringing it along a little bit. I think you were talking about liar left. Oh my! I remember because bunch of prophets. <laughs> yeah, did you see his face? Yeah. Let's Wait, not, what, ha- what happened? Too to soon. Him? Too soon. He uh, back in prison. As of this week. Yeah. He he was released. Arrested again. Arrested again. Yeah, he was on probation. <laughs> Heroin. Yeah. Heroin. Heroin. Heroin's Heroin. a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. This is a weird conversation. I'm going to lighten the mood here, okay? Brought yeah, to you by. Yeah. Uh, my range of thought. This is just a question I, ha- I I thought up this week. If you could have, you had to choose one of the powers of the Incredibles, the family of Incredibles. Which one would you choose? I would just. Whose would you choose? Don't act like you've never seen The Incredibles. I've seen half of the first one. I feel bad for you sometimes. My girlfriend's obsessed, and I'm boycotting. Everyone's obsessed with The Incredibles. Everyone. I think think Kramer's looking at me like, for The Incredibles. (laughs) A band? (laughs) You don't know them either. No, I do. I like The Incredibles. Um, I was gonna be upset, dude. I'm not. I'm not a big superhero guy, but I would just take being, just being Mr. Incredible, cause Mrs. Incredible. Yeah. She, she thick with three Ks. Yeah, she got a booty though. Yeah. Oh, so now you know the Incredibles. <laughs> oh, Wait, I so you've never seen the Incredibles, but you know all about Mrs. Incredible. You know the Incredibles. Hey, what are your Saturday nights all about? I seen the first half of the movie and I fell asleep. <laughs> Now listen. She had tentacles the first... in this. Damn it! No, I watched the first half of it and fell asleep because my girlfriend wanted. God. It's she worth a watch. To... She's flustered. She wanted to watch the second one. He's flustered. No, and I'm I'm out here. I'm not a cartoons kid. I can't I can't even do the adult cartoons. Yeah. Like they they're they're it's not real. So what? What about like Toy Story? Hype? Okay, that's from your childhood. That's when I was young and dumb back then. The Incredibles is from the childhood? I was watching NYPD Blue in my childhood. So this is what you knew at Sam Bales High School and on. I received, I had the pleasure of knowing this cat since first grade. And he was watching like movies beyond his time. Con Air in like third grade. Like, he, he is the one who brought all this stuff. Like, the kid that teaches you everything. Yeah. That was him. Mike was the kid who taught us everything. Cause oh, he, yeah. In the line of fire? <laughs> Just ruining innocence blood. since he was a child. Mike knew Blood everything. work? Um, God damn. Murder at 1600? <laughs> U.S. Marshals? The Fugitive? I remember you. I you honestly got... feel bad for you in this moment. Was it? Why? Was it? Because I feel like you you just seem like the kid who was raised by like wolves. Well, get this. Uh, look at who they are. <laughs> Couple of hound dogs. What was your email? Yippee Or was yes, it, it was. Yes, yes it <laughs> so was. He's got a he's got a diehard email address. You know. Yippee <laughs> at Comcast.net. <laughs> email that if you want to get the same bales. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I can't deal with this. Mike was ahead of his time. Yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah. I mean, I was the first. It's not like we have any child listeners out there, I don't think. 
I, I'm pretty sure I was the first one long before my time of the children in my class growing up. I was the first one to know that Santa wasn't real. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> and my mom told me to keep my Spoiler mouth shut. Alert. Hey, my Spoiler mom told alert. me to keep my mouth shut at an early age. How did that go all my friends. How did that go down? Because I, I want to now, that was, that's my transition is my random thought was how did you guys figure that out? So go. Oh, car ride home from school, all in the same time. Tooth Fairy, Easter Bunny, Santa, not real. Well, d- did you ask the question or like how did the conversation Oh, yeah, start? I, I was digging at it and she just <laughs> finally was like, you know, this kid's a lot smarter than, than we she think. She cracked. <laughs> she did. She but, didn't but, want to deal with it anymore. Was, did, the, did the guru have any say in this, in this no. reveal? Was he in the no. car or did... No, the sheriff. Mrs. The she sheriff made the call. Did. Yes, the sheriff did. Living up to the name. Love it. Walsh, what about you? How did you find out? I don't remember how I found out. Really? Well, I, I have, have two older. I have two older siblings, so I'm assuming that one of them just told me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, apparently, from what I hear, my my old the oldest one, my sister, uh, she liked to tell. She liked to, she liked to get that out there. She ruined a couple, couple of those innocents, innocent innocent. Thoughts, I don't so. know if I ever believed in the Tooth Fairy or the Easter Bunny. Yeah, yeah, I was a third kid, so my parents were probably done trying to hide it. <laughs> they were just like, they, yeah, here's a quarter. Give me your tooth. Yeah. Here's some money. Let's trade. <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I was struck for all three, same time, within ten seconds. I learned all three weren't real. Why, why does I can feel your heart shrinking like the Grinch. I, just imagine you in that moment. I was along the same lines where I was getting suspicious for a couple of years. And I was starting to like, I got to the point where like I was analyzing handwriting and stuff like that on the, on the letters and stuff. Like, <clears throat> they, guys are a bunch of freaks. So, so I was like, I did my, I did my homework. I did my research. And, Sherlock uh, and Watson. And I think I was probably fourth grade. Yeah. Cause Ken Horn, Ken Horn, yeah. uh, Fourth grade, and I remember I I literally I sat my mom down in my. You guys remember the white room in my old house? Yeah, yeah. The front room that no one sat in. The nice one. They have like a yeah. lamp on her. Yeah. Well, so when Shine we were, the light. I'll set this up for the listeners. When we were, when my brother and I were in trouble, we had conversations in that room. When uh, any any big conversation was done in that yeah. room. No, so I, I feel that. Sat my Been mom there. down, and I was like, I'm old enough. I want to know. Is Santa real? And she holds it. She keeps it going for a little bit. She keeps it going for a little bit. Like, yeah, of course he's real. And then I like, I asked her, like, just, just be honest with me. Like, I want to know. And then she's like, she's like, hold, hold on one second. She leaves the room. I assume she talked to my dad at that point. Came back. Finally revealed that he, he wasn't real. And I broke down, just crying. Uh, I wasn't ready for the news the whole time. I'm ready. I have to know. Wasn't ready. You can't handle the truth. (laughs) Was not ready. (laughs) Oh, man. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Vividly remember that. (laughs) Guys, this is not the vibe we wanted for this podcast. No, this is a great vibe. Holiday pod. Just crushing people's dreams. No, but listen, the fact that we're titled Bold Nonsense and we had 25 minutes of nonsense before we even got to sports, I loved it. Now we have a third member. Now we got to make it for longer. Yeah, that's how we we are. Love it. Okay, should should we end the nonsense here, though? No. We've given our stories. Let's go to trivia. 
Let's keep it moving. <laughs> trivia! Trivia! <laughs> trivia, baby! Oh. <laughs> Jeopardy. Gonna make that your final answer? You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? Last week's trivia question was uh, thought up real quick, and it's a simple question. What is the official beer of NASCAR? Can I guess who who came up with that question? Yes, you can. I want to say Bales. You'd be wrong. You came up with that. Good for I you. I came up with that real quick. That's we had a good already, question. We had, we've been talking about beer already, so I went beer, why not? That's a good question. Anyway, the official beer of NASCAR is Bush. Bush beer. There you go. Not Bush Light. Uh, What if we started being NASCAR guys? Dude, that... Rough. (laughs) The thing is, with NASCAR guys, you don't dip your toe in. You're either in It's a full-on dive. You're in or you're out. (laughs) I can't be in that. That is just a horrible place to be. Dude, go it. Car guy. So, you know, everyone's saying, like, there's there's moments in life where you change a little bit, you know? Yeah. Like, when you you got to choose a path. You know, like, yeah, exactly. Finishing school, blah, blah, blah. Like, doing stuff, like... Milestones. Uh, yeah, milestones. One of the milestones for me was going to the Indy 500. That cha- Seeing that crowd, dude, I know that's not NASCAR, but, like, seeing the race fan... Just a whole different... Finest, at its finest is... In their natural habitat. Is the, is the greatest single Crikey. thing you can witness. Yeah. Look at this. Yeah. It is, a it Midwesterner is. with a mullet. <laughs> so, so much party in the back. The, all the party in the back. Uh, it was ridiculous. But no, great question. Kudos to you. Thank you. Um, this week's trivia question reads like this. Really random. Uh, super random. And I'll take credit for it. But uh, please don't hate it. Uh, what were the original university colors of the Pennsylvania State University, a.k.a. Penn State University? Again, what were the original university colors of Penn State University? Sit on it. Think about it. Weird request. That's, that's something Sandusky would say. Sit on it. <laughs> oh, oh, <God>. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did not. <laughs> to, to the news. As, as quickly as possible. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news, too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom, goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I I thought I was supposed to yell it. For the news this week, try and keep it nice, short, get our opinions out there. Uh, You might have heard some of these, like this first story. In the NFL, the Vikings fired their offensive coordinator, DeFilippo. Thank God. Yeah, I'm with you there. You saw that Monday night matchup? Woof. That more like, excuse me, that Monday night massacre? Yeah, that's gross. Here's the thing. If you're the offensive coordinator and the head coach says multiple times we should run the ball more and then you don't, you're going to get fired. You're, you're, yeah, you're playing with fire. Bad decision. Like, you're going again. I get your, you have a job to do and you got to make the call at the end of the day that you think's best. But if you're going 
directly against your head coach's wishes, probably not. Probably getting yourself fired. So, second story: Bradley Chubb breaks Von Miller's Broncos rookie sack record. He is now two and a half away from the NFL rookie sack record. So very close to breaking all the NFL rookie sack record. But I feel like he hasn't been talked about that much. So here's my question. Bradley Chubb, his rookie season, is it underrated? Well, he's not the best Chubb in the league right now. He's playing uh, pretty well. He's better than Von Miller was as a rookie. Okay, but uh, there's a there's another Chubb shocking the league that I think everyone's uh, more prone to rooting for. Um, Broncos aren't much to rave about, but uh, individually, uh, from from uh, Mr. Bradley Chubb, uh, he's the future defensively of this league. Uh, him, Leighton Vanderesh. Um, you know, you. let's just throw out those dude. two names. Let's just throw out those two names. The I future love. of this league. Oh my! You have no idea the conversation that Walsh and I had the other week about Leighton Vanderesh, and I, I, I'm. Are on we the getting train. into this? Uh, yeah, I'm going to spin off real quick. We'll come right Fine. back. Fine, let's do this. I'm a, I'm a Leighton Vanderesh. Honk. I, I love it. And if I would have thought anybody else would have been a big supporter, I thought it would have been Walsh. The, the, just. The tough, the tough yes, guy okay. goes to the grind. Why he hates him because of his I do neck not pad. hate him. I do not hate him. I I have a a very sneaking feeling, or I can't get over the feeling that Leighton Vanderesh is a huge tool. And there are three reasons. One, he's he went to Boise State, and every Boise State football player that you really ever hear of, big tool. Two, and this I this I have done a lot of research on. Every football player that I've ever known that wears a neck roll or a neck pad has been a douche. Every single time. And and Jalen Smith does just as much, plus he you makes all the defensive calls, but he doesn't get as much credit. And that's not fair. I got two things to say for your first two points. One, he went to Boise State because that's the only place that offered him a walk-on spot. He's from Idaho. Of yeah. course he would take the, the biggest opportunity he could. He played seven-on-seven seven football. Eight. So, I'm just saying. And then, and then for the neck roll, that is a safety feature. It is not. That is a safety it feature. It is not. It fails. That is an absolute up. lie. Walsh Disney's just mad he wasn't a hog Miley like Lake Vander <laughs> high school football and couldn't pull one off. Okay. And two. At least yeah. I know it's called hog Molly. Oh my god. Here we go. Here we go. Don't let him here's stop Walsh, you. Here, here's Walsh being right again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> don't say it right. Oh we're, we're on the same we're on the same wavelength. We got him. I've been to Riggins, Idaho. Riggins, yes. That city bleeds Leighton Vanderesh. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. I'm not anti Leighton Vanderish. Just people, mm-hmm. one, cool down a little bit. He is the he's not great Ray Lewis. He is the he great is. American no, story. Not. Yeah, thank you. Oh my God. He's, he's the American dream. He has a fortified. great story. He is the American dream. Yes. He has a great story, but one, if I hear another person say that he's the next Brian Erlacher, I'm going to flip a table because that guy has done nothing up to that point. It's the same with Baker. You can't say he's the next Drew Brees. 
Just let him be Baker. Let him have a great rookie season. Let him play he's football. Get, and I'm not saying Baker's the next Brett Favre. I'm not saying he's because he's not. not. Late, I'm not saying Leighton's the next Brian Erlacher. I'm saying they're rookies and they got a lot of room for growth. Walsh, yeah. the ceiling is the roof for them. <laughs> the ceiling is the roof. Again, I and that's a ten foot roof. We can move on. <laughs> I don't understand that. I don't. I honestly do not understand that that phrase. But that's fine. Let's not get into that. We're already down a rabbit hole. <laughs> we disagree on Leighton Vanderash. Guy looks like a tool. He, it, what? I'm sorry. And basically, spark noting this Bradley Chubb situation, <laughs> the Chubb is about to break the sack. Let's move on. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. You had to go. Have to go there every time, don't you? Love it. With the with, spark your, steel, <laughs> with your steel-toed boots. <laughs> with the spark notes reference. Yes. Um, Carson Wentz broke his back. I don't, it's a hard transition from the, what we were just yelling about to Carson Wentz breaking his back. I hate yep. to say it. I don't. I'm just going to throw my two cents in and then you guys jump on it. I think last year's injury permanently, <laughs> permanently derailed what could the greatness that could have been of Carson Wentz. I'm not saying he's going to be bad. But he's not going to be what the the what I thought he was going to be last. I, his his story is not going to be as great as what I saw, or what I was projecting when I was thinking about it last year. Face palm. I don't know. I that's what my. T- what do you got, Bales? Uh, I honestly feel bad for the guy. All the hype, all the preseason hype, all the coming into the league hype, and now. Two major injuries have happened in less than two seasons. Is that correct? Are we are we already at the end of season two for him? Holy mother of God, I'm getting old. Uh, honest to God, feel super bad. But they have a Super Bowl winning quarterback now in the starting slot. Don't do that. Philly, Philly, don't do that. Yeah, I'm just saying. Don't do that. I'm just saying Nick Foles is a Super Bowl champion, and you can never take that away from him. Cinderella's now a pumpkin. I'm not saying the Eagles oh, are going to go to the that pl- <laughs> I don't remember hey, everything. <laughs> I'm not saying the Eagles are going to the playoffs. I'm saying Nick Foles can keep them in the hunt from possible bad things happening to this organization. I'm going to ask you this question. Who's better, Carson Wentz or Nick Foles? Right now, at this current state, before the back injury, I would say Nick Foles. Before the back injury? Yes. You guys are out of your gourds. I didn't say anything. Why are you? Why are you saying yeah, you guys? Well, grow a set. Answer the question. Who's their third string? <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. Was it Sunfield? Uh, I don't remember. Nate Sunfield. Nate, I, sure. I'm gonna take Nate Sunfield. You okay? Take the field, why don't you? Yep. yep. Uh, I actually heard somebody say that Carson Wentz is the next Sam Bradford. Absolutely out of your mind. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. He's just he has he's never really gotten healthy. He'll be fine. He'll be fine next year. What do you what's fine? Is it like he's a, gonna be right he a middle this is tier, a, a middle this tier is a quarterback? Bump, no, it's a bump in the road. He's gonna be back to MVP form. He's gonna be like the next Andrew Luck story. No. Uh, okay, well, I'll shut that down. Yep. Andrew Luck is a completely different breed. Yeah. Carson Wentz is the next breed. He's not as good as Andrew Luck. I'm not saying that. 
But he's going to have the same kind of story where he's gone for Cal- a long what time. What about Cal- story, but caliber? Is he an Andrew Luck caliber where he can make... Andrew Luck's making a difference this year. No, he's, he's not as good as Andrew Luck. That's not what I'm saying. But he's going to overcome injury, and he'll get, get back to a top-five quarterback in this league like he was last year before he got hurt. Top-five. Heard it here first. Top-five. And, Bales, you are right. Nate Sutfield. Good call. Indiana. Good call. All right. Got it. Let's get something that was uh, pretty exciting for all of us. Mm. Some news that was that was pretty pretty awesome for the Bull <laughs> Nonsense podcast, and that's yeah. that the 2020 draft will be in Las Vegas. What? Yeah, Uh-oh. yeah, it is. Yeah, I, it uh, is. Oh, danger, Russ Wilson. I uh, I, I looked down at my phone. My phone was uh, blowing up, and uh, you two jabronis. I, I forgot who broke the news. Was it you or Bales? I think it was Walsh. It was, me. it was you, blowing up the phone. I was like, "Oh my gosh, we need to go." We need <laughs> oh to my go. gosh, we have to go with that. There's no excuses for that one. Oh yeah. no excuse. Yeah, that'll be us. Uh, so 2020 Vegas, we will see you guys there. Our mugs will be on TV. Maybe we'll have mugs. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? It'll Who knows? probably be at the new stadium, or it'll be at a casino uh, uh, near us. Near us, maybe the casino we stay at. Yes. Let's get to the, the biggest story for, for Bales. And that's last night's football game. Thursday night football. Mm-hmm. Or uh, we like to we have to be cool here and call it TNF. Chargers beat the Chiefs 29-28. Bales, I give you the floor. Honestly, guys, um, I almost went to bed. Uh, True fan. At the, start of, at, at the start of the fourth quarter, I was just... Fed up for my day. I was looking forward to it. The game just wasn't going the way I wanted. Wasn't looking like I was going to win money. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, something clicked. Something, uh, uh, Dean Spanos, God rest his soul, from from up in the heavens. (laughs) Dean Spanos sent something down to Philip, a sign, and said, (laughs) You're going to shut the f*** out of Arrowhead up right now. Right now. And by God. Um, <laughs> by God. By God. That first. That Didn't second he ever. Mike, that second Mike Williams touchdown was fantastic. The run. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, the, the, refing, the, the refs those last four minutes on that last Kansas City drive were just really getting under my skin. Um, a lot of bad words. I think I woke the neighbors up next door. That boy. It's whatever though. Um, they'll survive. They're all. They but they went on that. They went on that drive, and they hit. You know, they fed everybody. They hit Tyrell. They hit Benjamin twice. They got that new guy. The the, the guy I didn't even know. Dexter. Uh, um. God damn. What's his name? The four string running back. Don't even know his last name. Newsom. Excuse me. Newsom. Um. And then all of a sudden, Mike Williams, the reason they drafted him, he got up there, boom, boom, just snagged that <laughs> out of thin air. <laughs> Woo! You gotta love that. I was hyped. King Kong was on the loose uh, last night. Going for the two-point conversion. Philip Rivers, Rivers has the biggest balls. 
uh, on any Thursday night that's ever ever occurred. Nine kids worth. Yeah, nine kids worth. And counting. Yeah. And counting. That's right. Uh, that two-point conversion was the gutsiest thing I've ever seen, and I was so ecstatic seeing Mike Williams all alone uh, in the corner by himself because I knew not only we got a victory, but I had more money in my pocket thanks to MyBookie.ag. No ads for MyBookie.ag. All right. Congrats. I, uh, I got home. Tell us how you really felt. I got home just in time for kickoff and to watch the first drive of the game. And I sit down, have Phillip Rivers playing a fantasy. Didn't look great. Throws the throws a pick the throws a short ball picked off first play of the game, and I slam my head into the pillow. <laughs> like, don't do this to me right now. Pure defeat. <laughs> don't do this. But no, it was one of the best games I've ever like watched entirely through. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't want to take anything away from the Chargers. So the first thing I'll say was, my God, that Kansas City defense is bad. Ouch. Whoa. But then, but other than that, all credit to the Chargers. That was pretty awesome. It was cool to see Mike Williams break out. Uh, I think the Chargers, they're the most talented team in the AFC. I don't think it's close. I'd make the argument that their depth on both sides of the ball, talent-wise, on both sides of the ball, they're the most talented team yeah. in the NFL. They got people all over the place. 100, 100%. They've got like six receivers that could start for most teams. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. It's good to see they Phil. Could. It's good to see Phil. You know, and you know what? He's a good guy. I didn't realize how many ex-Seahawks were on the Chargers. Meebane's on there. The, oh. uh, Brandon Meebane. And there was, uh, damn, who else? There's another real. guy. Oh, man. Bad story. I forgot. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you had a couple of Seahawks on that roster. The one thing that we've all sort of forgotten about, and I saw him on the sideline, was we don't even have Hunter Henry mm. activated. Imagine Hunter Henry activated. Just another safety blanket. Because honest to God, like I'm not, I'm not ragging on Virgil Green. I'm not ragging. I mean, well, I I could rag on Virgil Green, but Antonio Gates hasn't really done much either, even with his magical big comeback that he's done. Thirty-eight. But Hunter Henry, with the production he had the last couple of years, um, that's that's Phil's safety blanket, honestly. And not having that, he's he's had to start rapport with new guys. Uh, like Austin Eckler, he's him and Austin Eckler. They 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 got to be going out drinking at least twice a week. I mean, hey Mike, yeah. Uh, you, you want to put a pitcher on the Chargers winning the Super Bowl? I get the field. Oh, sack up. A uh, pitcher? Yeah, we'll be we'll be down in Arizona for it. So if the Chargers are playing that day, you'll you'll get the. Oh no 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 no! Right huh. now, you've got the Chargers win the Super Bowl. I have everyone else. You said winning the Super Bowl or in the Super Bowl? Winning the Super Bowl. If they don't make it, I win. If they make it and lose, I win. If they make it and win, you win. Maybe we'll talk when I see you next week. Whoa! Not, not gonna put it all out there, huh? Uh, yeah, just just relax, Walsh. 
Let, wow. let, let me wow. ask. Let me no, ask, no faith. Let me ask you this, Bales. Put yourself in this scenario. Picture yourself, okay? Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. <sighs> Philip Rivers has just pulled off a once-in-a-lifetime comeback on Thursday Night Football, one for the ages. You see him out that night at a bar. What drink do you buy him? Think about it. Think about it. What what drink do you buy him? An old-fashioned. Oh. Uh, whiskey neat. <laughs> oh, I know. He's a good old cowboy, gunslinger. The old-fashioned. <laughs> I like that. I bet, he would ju- I bet he would just appreciate just a cold beer. I'm not going to overthink it with a cocktail. Probably a glass of milk. I, he's one of those guys that just kicks open the saloon doors. I'll have a bit. Like and just orders give a beer. Give me a beer. Just a beer. Just no no specifics. Just give me a beer. Come on, buddy, give me a beer. <laughs> well, we we already know he doesn't have whiskey, Dick. He has nine kids. See my bolo tie? <laughs> give me a beer. All right, we got to move on. This is taking forever. <laughs> He's been going no bolo tie. What did I so, say? <laughs> listen, no bolo tie, but been going a a a, a ball cap. He's ball cap guy. Yeah, he's been going ball cap this year. Where's yours? It's up on the counter. Oh. To the NBA. Uh, what did you think about uh, Steph on the moon landing? I don't so, know. Okay, you tell- here, here's the story. So first off, he says, um, on, on a podcast with some some buddies, Vince Carter, uh, Kim Bazemore, I think, mm-hmm. that he didn't think the, the moon landing was real. And... It's a joke, obviously. Any educated person knows that that happened. And and everyone gets all bent out of shape. He's got to come out and say, I'm sorry. This is the thing that pisses me off. Why do public figures need to say they're sorry, apologize when they don't mean it, because people are too stupid to understand a joke? It's not his fault you didn't get it. Let him live his life. He was having fun with friends. That's like if we came on here, made some jokes, somebody doesn't understand it because they're dumb or doesn't don't have a very good sense of humor, and then they get all bent out of shape about it. We got to apologize. How about no? How about yeah. no? Read a book. That just makes me mad when I'm they got to apologize for nothing. I'm not apologizing on my own show. No. Steph shouldn't have had to apologize. And he didn't really. His statement was like, it was obviously a joke. I respect that. Don't apologize because people don't get it. That's not your your responsibility. I didn't know too much about the story anyway, but I had heard about it. Uh, I had to get that off my chest. Okay. Well, (laughs) are you okay? You need me to... Oh, I'm great now. You need a minute? Nope. Sure? Nope. Okay. Kramer, how do you feel about it? Uh... Yeah, no, no takes. I, I like, I like that the NBA plays around with reporters more than any other sport, and it's, it's reporters taking it too far. And like, well, like you guys had said, it's us, the, the laymen, that are like, oh, that are just outraged. Realize it, check yourself, realize it's a joke, and move on. I, but I yeah. like that. I don't know if Kyrie actually thinks the world's flat, but I, I he like. He doesn't. I like that NBA. It seems like NBA athletes play around with the media more, and I like that. You shouldn't have had to say you're sorry, though. Dumb. Okay. Hey, 
So I put this next story in here because you were so opposed to it. Wade and LeBron, the last meeting, the last regular season meeting between Wade and LeBron. They exchanged jerseys after they they did the whole I love you man thing, Bales. What did you think? How'd you feel about it? Uh, they exchanged jerseys. I mean, they're E-L-E. both. Fa- I mean, they're both fantastic athletes. And uh, two of the best to ever play, just uh, not professionally on the court, but they're both professional off the court. And uh, I I think they're role models to a lot of young folks and, you know, 27-year-olds out there as well, just like at Walsh Disney. Um, I'm... That was a shot. No, it's not a shot. No, it's not a shot. I just know how much you love Dwayne Wade. Yep. But uh, um, exchanging the jerseys, I think this is going to start a new wave, a new trend, kind of like uh, how the NFL, how NFL players do it. I mean, people I do think it in the NBA, don't they? I don't know. I thought I'd seen that. No. Maybe not. not. Maybe not as common. I, I mean, the NFL, it's like a weekly thing. Like, um, just about every game, guys are swapping jerseys. So Pretty much. Be quite honest, if I was a professional athlete, that's the only thing I'd be doing after the game. I would be grabbing jerseys after every game and i would that's what i would want to collect is just jerseys. really oh see yeah. i'm the complete opposite i, I would know. never do that oh yeah not I because would... i'm opposed i just i don't care oh i think that would be sweet yeah walsh isn't a jersey guy no no he's yeah. more of a team sweatshirt guy yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> team sweatshirt yeah. Guy. yeah 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 he is like it okay Last couple of stories um, in the in college football. Uh, big matchups really don't start till after Christmas for bowl games. So we're not going to talk about that till then. But Kyler Wor- Kyler Murray won the Heisman. Yeah, um, he did. This is who Bales. I believe this is who we both picked. So yeah, this we makes did. Makes sense to both of us. Both of us, Kramer. Does it make sense to you? Just yeah. who you add? Uh, I think I think uh, it was the right choice. I think Tua lost it in his matchup with um, Georgia. And I think I could have also seen um, Dwayne Haskins make. I think I I could have understood the argument for Dwayne Haskins as well. Yeah, uh, I don't think he was ever a legitimate no, contender. No, percentages he was not a legitimate contender. A uh, little tidbit I want to throw out there for you guys: Kyler Murray last year. So they already have the odds for next year's Heisman, like in Vegas, like it comes out automatically. Yeah. So last year after Baker had won. The odds for the Heisman uh, came out right after, you know, like they do. Uh, and Kyler Murray was in the field. And basically the field option is 1,000 to 1. Um, so if you would have bet the field on last year, last year for, um, for the uh, Heisman Trophy winner and put, uh, put some uh, dough down, you would have had a nice little payday. Should have had that in PTO but, uh, <laughs> Exactly, I missed that. <laughs> I missed that one. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's crazy how a person who was unidentified a year before made such an impact to the point where he wins the Heisman Trophy and then and then is able to, again, I don't think it's official yet, official, official, but and then is going to walk away from the sport and play another professional sport in baseball. Wild. 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 But not as wild as our one thing and a winner picks. True. Yes. Very true. I only got one thing to say to you.
do you think you are? I am. You had one job. Just the one. Because I win. This is bullshit. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Just one thing. You stick to that and everything else don't mean shit. I hope I win. One thing and a winner. Last week's results. Let's get that out of the way. <laughs> Not a great week for, for, for the club, for the crew here. Uh, the two winners, Bales and myself, went eight and seven. Kramer coming way real close, seven and eight. So I'm tr- by the way, I'm trusting you with these numbers. I don't fact check your your recaps. Maybe yeah. I need to start going back it's and week, validating that I'm it's actually week seven and eight. fifteen. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, I don't know these numbers. Yeah, all right. I'm, all, I'm now realizing. Go that ahead. I'm lo- losing a couple weeks. Go ahead. You, and, uh, I dare you to go back <laughs> and check these numbers. So I'm saying I'm becoming a little suspicious. <laughs> you're not gonna check. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> He's not. not checking. Too much effort. Just checking to make sure you're checking. <laughs> no, he's all right. He's all right. Um, Bales, good job. You tied for a win. <laughs> Aren't we going off percentage? Yeah. What am I going to win uh, when, I, when I win this whole thing? What do I get? I'm not giving you a damn thing. Yeah, I ain't giving you shit, boy. <laughs> Congratulations. This is, this, is wor- <laughs> this is super worthwhile. <laughs> Uh, so we, let's get into it. This week's, this week's games coming down to the wire. The first one, Texans nine and four at Jets four and nine. There's a reason we all took the Texans. It's the records. Browns five, seven and one at Broncos six and seven. Um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to change this. I'm going to take the Broncos. What? Right now. I'm going to tell you, sir, that you are wrong. Because after the performance last week, in it, you don't come back from a performance like that. That is a – you live with that kind of Agreed. Guilt. I'll tell you. I'll, I'm going to flip it. I don't feel good about it. I think the Browns are going to win. But just in case, you don't win by by sticking to the, the conformity. That's true. You got to be bold. You gotta branch and out. I'm being bold taking the Broncos right. at home. Cardinals three and ten at Falcons four and nine. We all took the Falcons. Um, the Cardinals just aren't good. Just not good. They're 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 bad. Yeah. The fa- dude. The Gilbert Arizona Cardinals. I didn't realize the Falcons were four and nine. The, they're bad too. That, <laughs> it's a bad. It's a matchup of bad birds. Bad birds. The bad birds. The dirty birds. Yeah. yeah. Very true. Raiders three and ten at Bengals five and eight. Bales, you took the Bengals. Please explain yourself. Uh, Jeff Driscoll is more <laughs> the real deal than we think. That guy can move, bro. Yeah, I, he's the only one on that team. This past Sunday, when the Bengals uh, were playing in L.A., I got to watch four quarters of Jeff Driscoll. And by God, the way the Raiders are playing, who got lucky uh, against the Steelers this past weekend, Whoa. Um, That's a lot of hate. I can see Dr- Jeff Driscoll running all over them, even without AJ Green. We shall see. We shall see against Smooth's Raiders. Yes. Dolphins seven and six at Vikings six six and one. We all took the Vikings. It's weird how no one believes in the Dolphins, <laughs> isn't it? 
Will, yeah. will they ever get love? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Last weekend was... Uh, Fluky. One of the greatest plays in the history of football. Depending on what side you were on. Let me ask you this real quick. Quick interjection. Yeah. Quick fact for you. Kenyon Drake finishes off that amazing run last week. <clears throat> hurls the ball into the stands. Yeah. I don't know why. Just out of excitement, right? But now it comes out that he's like pleading to fans to please return the ball. What do you think as a fan? Like if you if you had if you guys had the ball in your position possession, what would you charge Drake for that ball? Would you give it to him? Would you charge him anything? What would what would you? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you. Get me a ball signed by signed by Dan. Oh, and I uh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, that, that's okay. Fun. That that's fair. That's fair. Dan Marino. Yeah, I don't want anybody signing on this team. Who gives a shit? I want Dan Marino's signature. Okay. Then I'll give you your ball. I, I like that answer, Bales. Oh, I'd ask for a numerical value. Yeah, I don't know what you guys are thinking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to see some commas. That, seem, that seems so skeevy, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask for at least one comma. You know? I got a car payment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Six digits for sure. <laughs> I like, wow. I like that. I like that. Okay. Wow. Maybe like maybe like 150k get some things out of the way. <laughs> take care. Of, take care of some things. You Snake know? in the grass. Yeah. Hey, these Christmas presents aren't free. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cowboys eight and five at Colts six, seven and six. This is weird. All of us took the Colts. Oh, all this Leighton Vander Esch love, and you guys both take the Colts. I almost no. It's took the this it's PTO the Andrew pick. Luck. It's the Andrew Luck is God. Yes. That's why I took. I'm so happy for Andrew Luck. I love yeah. the fact that he's back on top. Guy, he's great guy. Yeah, yeah. Bu- Buccaneers five and eight at Ravens seven and six. Yeah, Bales, you took the Buccaneers. Yeah, they're they're a good ball club. No, they're uh, not. <laughs> not on paper, but uh, on or the field. on their record. <laughs> they or on the field. Offensively, are or a in great the Uber. Club. Okay. Oh. oh, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> wow. No respect. No. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Good for Walsh. Wow. Oh, yeah. Blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. Yeah, boy, yeah. <laughs> okay, Bales, Buccaneers. Do you love them? Do you hate them? Do you love uh, them, apparently. I, I, I love that offense. That's about it. Okay, well, uh, Smooth and I love the defense. That's about it. Lions, 5-8 and eight at Bills, 4-9. and nine. We all took the Bills. Go Josh Allen. Um, Packers, 5-7-1 and one at Bears, 9-4. and four. We all took the Bears for Mitchell Trubisky for Bales. Me for Khalil Mack. Yeah, we love Tariq Cohen. Yep, and Tariq Cohen. Um, Redskins, 6-7 and seven at Jags, 4-9. and nine. Bales, Inexplicably takes the Redskins. Trying to get that W in that uh, one thing in the winter. Picks. It's going to backfire. Hey, good luck with that. Yep. <laughs> Titans 7-6 and six at Giants 5-8. and eight. I took the Titans because I believe in them. I believe in Marcus Mariota and Derrick Henry, Bale's boy. Derrick Henry is getting less than 40 yards this week. That was a fluke one thing in the winter last Thursday. Uh, with his big four-touchdown game. 
Seahawks, 8 and 5 at 49ers, 3 and 10. We all took the Seahawks cuz 49ers are 3 and 10. Patriots, 9 and 4 at Steelers, 7 5 and 1. I originally took the Patriots. But like Benedict Arnold, I'm switching sides and I'm taking the Steelers. Traitor. Kardashian. How 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 European is that of me? That's that's very Kardashian of you. How dare you? Them's them's fighting words. Eagles six and seven at Rams eleven and two. We all took the Rams for obvious reasons. Let's keep it moving. Saints eleven and two at Panthers six and seven. We all took the Saints because apparently the Panthers are just no more. See you, Cam. Ooh. Saints are marching in. <laughs> Great song. Great song, great week of one thing in a winner. Can't wait till I wrap this win up. Just make it official. Everybody knows it's coming. Just let it happen. That's one thing in a winner. Let's move on. Let's go to recess. Have some fun. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. This is your time. Oh boy, is this great! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. This week for recess, we have a game that has been devised by our own PTO. We wanted to do it last week, but we couldn't make it, so we're doing it this week. We call it Listen and List It. The answer to the ultimate question is... Get us going. So my thought process around this, listen and list it. Thank you for the introduction at Walsh Disney. I'm super excited about this uh, recess segment, but this is how it's going to work. I have picked four, sorry, not four, nay, nine. <laughs> yeah. Nine clips from either a Christmas movie or a Christmas TV show that you will both have to identify, correctly identify, and tell me the situation in that, in that uh, clip, what's going on, what's going on in that movie, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to award one point for correctly identifying the movie or TV show and another point for correctly identifying the scenario in which that, uh, that quote happened. Um, so again, I'm going to play the clip. And you are judge, jury, and edu- executioner on this, yep, am I right? There, there's no deliberation. I, I'm, I get to go. So what that bails? His Are you keeping fire. track of points? Oh, dude, I got a, I got the Excel up, dude. Don't worry. This is yeah. Excel. I'm keeping track. So okay. again, up to two points scored for each, uh, for each clip, and then for instance, I want to run through a couple scenarios. If Walsh, um, if there's a, if there's a scenario where um, Walsh ident- correctly identifies the movie clip from, say, Charlie Brown Christmas, but he doesn't know exactly when. Um, in that movie, what was happening? Uh, yeah. He'll get one point for the uh, identification of the movie or TV show, um, but he can pass on clarifying uh, the scenario, yeah. which will then in turn go to at St. Bales, 
for the opportunity to score another point. And we lose points for getting it wrong. If you answer incorrectly, you get it wrong. So keep that in okay. mind. Okay. Um, and I, I, I need, in the in this scenario, subject yeah. or part of it, I need as much detail as possible. If you give me vague okay. stuff, I'm giving you a negative. Ooh, I like Be that. Be detailed. I like that. Okay. okay. Be detailed. Okay. A game. A game. Okay. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Let me make sure the volume. Born ready. Let me make sure the volume is up. Okay. Ooh, that means, yeah, that means we're ready to go. Okay. I've always had a thing for um, Santa Claus, <laughs> in case you didn't notice. It's like some deep-seated childhood thing. So is my thing for tits. Yeah, it is like that, though, you know, from when you're a kid. Because my dad was Jewish and we didn't have Christmas, so it was like this forbidden <laughs> thing. <laughs> Answers, go. Bad Santa. Bad Santa. Oh. oh. I think what? that forgot it. Because I'm Wal delayed over here. <laughs> Walsh, Walsh, you identified the movie as Bad Santa. I have not confirmed it or denied. Tell me the scenario. What happened right before and what's going on? Detail is necessary. Pass. I'm going to give Walsh Disney one point for correct identification of the movie, Bad Santa. Honestly, this is this is Billy Bob Thornton, okay, with a a sleaze ball, slutty redhead, where I believe he's just he doesn't have a t-shirt on, but still has his Santa suit on with the hat, and it was after they fornicated. <laughs> yeah, correct. And they, are, and they are drinking. Yeah, correct. Dang it. Okay. Yes, Bale's, yeah. Bale's one point for the scenario. <laughs> I didn't think you'd be able to describe it. No, that was good. Yeah, that was good. I'm not gonna split hairs, but she had she was a brunette. But I'll, oh, give, but I'll give you the point. Wrong. No, but he, he had he had the scenario. I was looking post fornication. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Ready for number two? Yep. Look I what you him. did, you little jerk. Answer. Go. Home Alone. Home Alone. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Home Alone. I'm going to correctly give. Walsh Disney, one point. What happened in this situation? They got the pizza, mm -hmm. but he didn't get a cheese pizza. Mm -hmm. And then he made a mess of the kitchen, and that's his uncle yelling at him. Do you remember how the mess started? What was knocked, what? O what was knocked over? This is, a, this is a big Christmas movie, so I need as much, like, more detail than, than not. That's a lot of detail that I just gave. That is. Mike, if you can I'm give gonna, me... Can you give me any more detail than... I'm going to go with he knocked over a Coke. Okay. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause. Mike, you get, a ch you, get a, give me a, you get a chance to give me any more information that you can or correct any information, if there's any incorrect information that Walsh Disney has provided. Macaulay Culkin ran into his brother Buzz. I don't know his real name in real life. This is like, the detail I'm looking for. He ran into Buzz McAllister... <laughs> I could have given knocked over, knocked over the pizzas, the sodas, and the milk. The milk. That's what, what I'm looking for. It's the milk. He ran out of. The, he ran into the milk, and after that little scuffle was broken up, everyone went around the room, and just laid it on him. And his uncle was the famous line, "Look what you did, 
you little jerk. That's not fair. That is the line that is in the thing. Yeah, but I, I already explain- gave the uncle. That's the amount of detail that I'm looking for. I gave you asterisk. Asterisk. How, what, all, give the points already. After after two rounds, it's tied 2-2. You both with the correct identification. Bales with the scenario. Fine. This Fine. is uh, This is heavy hitter. We are going on to number three. Volume up. Are the contestants ready? Yeah, fine. Let's go. What are you looking at? Oh, the silent majesty of a winter's morn, the clean, cool chill of the holiday air, and an asshole in his bathrobe emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. Shitter was full! Ah, yeah. You checked our shitters, honey? Clark, please. He doesn't know any better. He ought to know it's illegal. It's a storm sewer. If it fills with gas, I pity the person who lights a match within 10 yards of it. Answer, go. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Mike with the speed. I like the full title. I'm going to, I, I got to go Walsh. Yes. Mike with the speed, but I, I, I like the, the Details, full Mike. Details. The, the full now, can you give me what, where they are? What's happening? Cousin Eddie mm-hmm. is emptying his, his sewage from his RV into the sewer drain, which is illegal. There is the burned chair that is that is on the curb already, along with the sled that has been ruined. Clark is standing with Mrs. Griswold, arm around her, looking out the, the window. Damn. That, that was perfect description. That I, I don't care. That was, ah. that was perfect. Okay. That's one of my favorite Christmas lines. Shitter's full. Shitter was full. <laughs> Go in the kitchen, get yourself something to eat. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys ready for round number four? I don't think Bales is. Uh, was born ready. The, if I'm going to say anything, this might, this might be Bales' chance to shine. Yay! Hello, Bedford Falls! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, George! Merry Christmas, movie house! Merry Christmas, Emporium! Merry Christmas, you wonderful old Billy and Lone! In jail. Go on home. They're waiting for you. <laughs> Ready? Answers. Go. Uh, I don't know. It's a wonderful life. Yes. Can you tell me what is happening? With this. He's running through town, across the bridge. Um, and he, everyone he comes across, says hello to small town, including the store. Which played a big part in the beginning of the movie, and the store owner, the store worker that he talks to, and everyone he's wishing a Merry Christmas because he's just had a life-altering moment. What was that moment? What happened? Well, I know he's running to his you Christmas that, party. Dude, that's the he's running part of the home movie. to his Christmas party, in which he holds his daughter, and she says, "Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings." Bales, can you? Yeah, I'm gonna give you that. 
Vance, I, I got nothing. I got nothing. Okay. Yes, I'm gonna give that to you. That's ex- that's when he okay. after he met up with Clarence the Angel, he was shown the world without him in it. I'm actually not a fan of this movie, so that's the oh, best I got. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I thought I thought Bales would have been a, a big fan of that movie, but apparently no, not, not at all. Okay. Uh, Wonderful Life, Ooh. not. A you look a little discouraged yours. over there, Bales. Is that no. going the way you thought? No, that's not it at all. Sorry he's not playing clips from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Here we go. This this is up for grabs, Fred. This is up for or grabs. Or Wanderlust. <laughs> up for grabs for anybody. Ready. Set. Let's just jump in the air. That's oh, it. Yeah. That's a picture. Yes. Jump in the air. We're going to jump in the air. Here we go. Okay. okay. One, two, three. Not everyone jumped. Okay, everybody jump in the air this time, please. Here we go. One, two, three. Still some people not jumping. You gotta be kidding me. Who isn't jumping? I'll tell you who. Daryl, Phyllis, Stanley, Angela, and Oscar. I am jumping. You are? Yes, Let me see you jump. Oh my God. This is a store-bought camera. This isn't one of those special military-grade cameras that would be able to capture that. Answer, ready, go. The office. (laughs) Mike's got it. I think I can give you... I don't know the scenario, though. I'm going to skip that. So we're going to pass on the scenario. Mike correctly identified the office. Can I get an extra point if I can tell you the the episode title? No, because that's not the name of the game. Okay. <laughs> I can I can describe the scenario. They are taking a picture, out, an office picture outside. Uh, they have just taken a serious one. Michael wants to get a silly one. They're trying to jump in the air, uh, but they're not getting it. Pam has already said she's... Freezing, he wants to go inside. After this, it's a cutaway to a floating head of Michael, and he says, we didn't get it. We didn't get it. That was perfectly described. Well done. One, one, one for each of you. After five rounds, total is at St. Bale's three, at Walsh Disney seven. But do not get it confused. There's plenty more points to be scored. At St. Bale's is in this match. Going on to the next one. Does Santa know that you left the workshop? You know, we're all laughing our heads off. Did you have to borrow a reindeer to get down here? Buddy, go back to the base pay. Jack Reed, I get more action in a week than you've had your entire life. I've got houses in LA, Paris, and Vail. Each one of them with a 70-inch plasma screen. So I suggest you wipe that stupid smile off your face before I come over there and smack it off. You feeling strong, my friend? Call me Elf. One more time. He's an angry elf. Answer, go. Elf. I saw Bales' lips move. Ah. I'm going to give that one to Bales. Bales, you get the opportunity to, uh, to explain the scenario. The scenario, I believe, is... Uh, Buddy storms into the conference room when they are, his dad is in a meeting, uh, a production meeting. Uh, the guy running the meeting just so happens to be a midget. <laughs> Buddy not being from planet Earth uh, or, or normal America is not used <laughs> to seeing uh, normal elves, midgets, a.k.a. whatever you want to call them, short people. <laughs> And uh, so he, he's like a little kid, um, 
and he has to describe it and he spills the beans too much because he can't shut the f*** up. I love it. Uh, yeah, basically, and uh, he just can't keep his mouth shut and gets him in trouble. And that's right at the end of the scene. Doesn't the little elf jump on top of the table and run towards him? Yes. At, right after the right after my cut. Yes, that's perfect. Okay. Can you add one more thing? Why was that person who is a midget? Why was he brought in or little person? I don't know the PC thing. Who cares? Uh, why was he brought? Do you know why they were? He was brought into that meeting. Do you remember why? It was something about the children's books. Yes, to help to help write the children's books. Uh, I'm gonna give that to Bales as well. Score. Five seven at Walsh Disney is leading. Number seven coming up right now. Ready, set, go. Hey, Scott, time is up. Let's get over here and check your pulse. All right. Okay. Hmm? Huh. Well, nuts. Oh, no, uh, your pulse is great. Well, I don't know, Scott. You're, you're as healthy as a horse. Yeah. Clydesdale. Okay, look, so what? You put on a little weight. A little weight? Does this look like a little weight to you? Answer. Ready. Go. Santa Claus. Yes. Bale, uh, what, what is happening in that scenario? Again, as much detail as possible. Did Walsh try answering it? Did you have that in, your, in the back of your mind? Uh, I couldn't remember if I, it was the Santa Claus or just Santa Claus. Uh, except it either. Ah, damn it! <laughs> uh, it's it's early in the movie. Um, uh, it's more like third of the way through the movie when he's starting to get all these uh, features of <laughs> of the fat man himself, and he's in the doctor's office, and his doctor's. Uh, Giving him some sort of a physical, in a sense, and I remember that from the commercial on the Disney Channel. Okay, <laughs> belly like this. Yeah, like yeah this the physical like action is what we needed, Bales. <laughs> I love um, I don't know if that's fully detailed, but that's that's as far as I got. Uh, no, that is perfect. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, it is seven seven going into our last two scenarios. Hey, my that defense movie, is better than Kansas City's. That movie doesn't have much substance to it, though. That Whoa. movie is very... I don't like that movie. Minus one point. <laughs> Minus one point. <laughs> Last two situations. This one's going to be harder. Ah, this is what I was afraid of. Hello? Excuse me. I am looking for a ham. A hickory honey ham. If there are any left, they'll be back there. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Excuse me. Out of out of a 
out of a scene that had minimal words, he was able to identify Christmas with the cranks. <laughs> Bales, you got one point. Are you going to attempt the scenario? Now, is this scenario when Mrs. Crank walks into the grocery store and the reason that music starts playing is because another uh, woman who is a shopper at the grocery store, uh, they make eye contact and hear about this last ham in place. And all of a sudden, when that music starts, <laughs> you get that from the clip. They're racing for the ham. Yes. Dude, yes. You give that to him. No way. Can you add anything else? Oh, man. Sourpuss over here. <laughs> Dude, I, Talking all this shit. I don't know. I got, I'm gut feeling says Bale's got two points on that. Walsh Disney, you needed both. Garbage. You need, you need to correctly identify. Absolute. And tell me garbage the on this next clip. Just to talk. I'm just. I'm only going to tell you what's in that clip. <laughs> there was some music that was played <laughs> over the top did. of actual that's... music. Oh my god! If you answer the question with the movie title, you have to immediately tell me with as much detail what's going on. If you if you pause or think about it at all, I'm giving the other person the opportunity. Ready, set. <laughs> oh. Howard, excuse me, but your wife's cookies are out of this world. What a... Who told you you can eat my cookies? Mm. Oh, these cookies! I gotta get the recipe from Les. Put that cookie down! Now! Answer. Go. Jiggle all the way. Jiggle all the way! Oh! <laughs> Walsh Disney with a slight advantage. What is happening? Quick, quick, quick. Are the guy's eating cookies Who? he wants the recipe Who? from. Who? I need it names. is the man from SNL. I need uh, names. His last name is Hartman. What? You want in the movie name? Yes. His real last name is Hartman. Uh, okay. I have to know the character's name now. No, so maybe not character's name, but I, I need Phil to... Phil Hartman. What was, what, what was the relationship of that guy to uh, that family? Was he a what cousin? Was he a brother? I need, uh, I need to know more. Uh, he's a, he's a neighbor. Yes. Who wants a cookie recipe? I don't know what more you want from okay. me. It's Phil Hartman. He's he's, he was on SNL. He's yes. a neighbor who wants a cookie right recipe here. from the wife. Okay. What more do you want? That that that's good enough for a point at St. Bales. If you if you outshine Walsh with some crazy facts about that situation, the point is yours. It was their neighbor, Ted, who was watching the boys while Arnold's wife was in the shower. It is a phone conversation. The wife is in the shower. Is it true that it is the neighbor who wants the cookie recipe? Yes, it's the neighbor inside. Thank you. Inside, so I got it right. Neighbor, it's the neighbor inside Arnold's house. Yeah, he's it's, inside Arnold's house. He's eating her cookies. Because she's in the shower and he's watching the boys. So what? I already got that part. Arnold's trying to get the doll, the Turbo Man doll. That's the whole plot of the movie. Everyone knows he's trying to get the Turbo Man doll. This might be controversial. Oh my God, you're going to do it. As St. Bales was able to say Ted, he was able to identify the phone. You know what? Make your decision. And if it doesn't go my way, I'm not doing... Nobody likes losing the mic. I was deemed 
judge jury, and I have just decided to award controversially. We're never playing this game again. A point for the scenario. Total at St. Bales 10, at Walsh Disney 8. You were the Kansas City Chiefs. You had a 7-4 to four lead. You gave it up. Great game, you two. You're terrible. <laughs> Great oh, move man. on. Great game. You- hey, I'm like a feel-good story like Leighton Vanderesh. <laughs> you're a disaster. No, you're, 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 you're a disease. <laughs> You've never been out in public before, so now I need to describe to you what things are called. You're basically Elephant Man. Basically what? Yeah, read a book. What? Then maybe you can describe it better. That doesn't make sense. And that, census listeners... Now we gotta go to PTO's picks. He'll lose you money. (laughs) Was uh, our recess segment, Listen and List It, with your winner at St. Bale's. Let's play this next week. How about it? (laughs) Absolute asterisk. (laughs) Wow. I've never seen you this sour. I've ne- I did not realize that it was that my holiday game was going to I'm pissed. To cause such controversy. Mr. Christmas took the L. <laughs> I'm I'm going to go ahead and make a call and I'm going to segue into my own segment. Hurry up. It's time for PTO's picks. La 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 wait till I give my money right. This table's hot. I want some of this money. Give me in this game. Come on. <laughs> Have you ever seen this much cash in your entire life? Gambling. Who say anything about gambling? It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. Money. Thank you, Still Smooth, for that introduction. Uh, this is PTO's Picks, again, where I make the picks and you make the money. Recap from last week, Vikings at Seattle. I had Seattle minus three, another PTO's pick win. I was coming off of a tough loss the previous week, picking the Colts over the Jags uh, in that terrible 6-0 uh, loss. Uh, so I... Sorry if you took out life insurance policies and decided to bet that on the Colts because that was not. How do I get my four hundred one k back? Just tell me that. This week, uh, I'm going with a Seattle special. Seattle back to back weeks. I'm taking Seattle negative four at the San Francisco 49ers. Seattle has been able to dominate the San Francisco 49ers over the better part of the last decade, winning ten straight games against their NFC West rivals. The Seahawks have been able, uh, have been just as good against the spread in this matchup against the 49ers, going 13-2 against the spread over the past 15 meetings. Again, let me recap. 
in their past 15 meetings with the 49ers, the Seahawks have gone 13-2 and against the spread. A great statistic. Let me give you one more for your brain. Pete Carroll is 19-4 and versus bad defensive teams who give up more than 24 points a game in the second half of the season while coaching Seattle. Let me repeat that one more time for you guys. Pete Carroll is a 19-4 and versus bad defensive teams, i.e. the San Francisco 49ers, who give up more than 24 points a game in the second half of the NFL season. Walsh, give me the Seattle Seahawks minus four against the San Francisco 49ers. Lock it in. All right. As we get out of here next week, you can uh, look for Fantasy Finals, the Bull Nonsense League Fantasy Finals. Also, it'll be our pre-Christmas show where we might have two shows. So look for that. Where we will have two shows, one being a bonus episode. Bonus! And uh, one being a... Of course. So look for those. You can find us on Twitter, bold underscore nonsense, Instagram, bold dot nonsense. Email us, boldnonsensepodcast at gmail.com. Expect the show on Saturdays, usually before noon or in the mornings, uh, whatever. Find us on SoundCloud or iTunes. Hit us up on both of those. Let's talk about the Bold Nonsense Fantasy Football League. That is not. That is just some nonsense. Okay, it's let's be city. honest. Let's be upset honest city. first. We have gotten some, some trash, some garbage thrown our way for the idea that everyone makes the playoffs. No, I like it. But I say to those people, check the results and suck it. Yeah. Fails, no. let them know. Play your best at the right time. Yeah. Peak. I feel, I feel bad for League Needs punters being the number one overall slot all year, but this is March Madness. He got upset by the eight BBB and BDE. Let me. Can I add something in this matchup? Yes, sir. So, BBB and BDE was over at my apartment yesterday, and I was like, "Dude, who would have thought? Crazy game in the in the bold nonsense league." And he's like, "What? What are you talking about?" He had no idea. <laughs> he, play, he played three guys that didn't even score points. What? And he's still upset. He's still upset at league need punters or whatever. Like that was insane. I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even sure we can bring him back. Either yeah. way. He I, had Kareem Hunt, Jordan Reed, and Marshawn Lynch all in his starting lineup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got to be out of the league. <laughs> and the eight over one upset. That is, oh my God. That is just a. That oh is a. That is an insult. Bales, keep us keep going Leave on the these punters. Ah, rough. The two seed Whelan and Thielen uh, at Captain Redbeard took the L to Doctor B, back alley brawlers uh, by a, about fourteen points. Back alley brawlers, aren't you happy you're in the semifinals? Huh? Yeah, <laughs> gotta love it. One of the better the, names in the league. Gotta gotta the, gotta admit that. <laughs> the three six matchup, putting for bogey, bogey. Took the L to Mr. PTO. PTO blew him out of the water Unreal. by about 50 points. That was but... what Cooper's doing. <laughs> ah, okay. okay, now it all makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's all coming together. But yes, uh, the matchup 
between two hosts, the four seed, uh, the smartest idiots, took a 30-point victory against host with the most. <laughs> Sounds familiar, doesn't it, Walsh? Huh? Sounds familiar, doesn't it, Walsh? You've taken two L's from me this week. One on Monday and one tonight. <laughs> and only one of them was earned. <laughs> But anyway, as we move on to the championship semifinal, uh, the eight seed BBB is playing myself at the Smartest Idiots. I am currently up by 12 points after the Thursday night matchups. The 6-7 game in the other semifinal side, PTO is up by 44 points right now on Dr. B. But Dr. B is projected to win by five more points. Going to be a good one. We will see what happens with that, and there is no, uh, there's no consolation tournament. I don't believe. Have we which decided, I, who cares about a consolation? Have we decided what the winner is going to get of this league? Is it like a one minute free they get for to, all? They get to come on if they want yeah. onto the podcast, and they're automatically in next year. Okay, so the win gets you next year's bid if and, they want it, and, yeah. and a and a. That's time slot on the pod. But yes. if P, but but if you or I at Still Smooth end up winning our own league, yeah, then we just get an extra slot to enter in a, a brand new uh, member. Oh, okay. Uh, can I change? Can I change it? If I win, can I change? He probably wants to take a week off. Can I? Can I change it to the Still Smooth podcast? <laughs> no one would listen. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, that was the BN. Heavy Artillery League fantasy, fantasy football update. Thank you at St. Bales. Yeah, that didn't sound like Heavy Artillery. Our, Maybe like a <laughs> Yeah, our noted newsman. Appreciate it. Thank you. Anyways, uh, is that it, Walsh? Oh, yeah. All right. All right. I'm at St. Bales. Cheers. There, hey, say it one more time for the people. Cheers. There he is. I'm at Still Smooth. Much love. I'm at Walsh Disney. If you love it, love us. This is episode 44. Better number than 43. Just no doubt about that. Thank you for listening. We will see you for two episodes next week. Stay senseless. Cheers. Stay senseless. (laughs) We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go.